choosing to surrender to the Father is actually the safest place you can be. Because when you surrender to him, it means he becomes the Lord over all. So those family issues, those illnesses, those things you are dealing with, it means he becomes Lord even over that. Those financial problems you're having, he becomes Lord over that. Those marital problems, those health problems, whatever you have going on, when you choose to surrender, the Father then becomes king over all in your life. And I can't help but sense a heaviness in this room today. Some of you, I know your situations. Others, I don't. But right now in this moment, Father, I just pray for peace. Peace in the midst of chaos. And I, I pray comfort, Lord God. When things don't make sense, I pray you comfort the minds and the hearts of the congregation here today, Father God. I just feel like we should wait on the Lord a little bit longer. Because he's the only one who can renew our strength. He's the only one who can give us peace. He's the only one who can give us strength. We should never be afraid of the silence because when we quiet ourselves to hear his voice, he will speak. So in this moment, if you're willing, I want you to raise your hands to heaven and just sit in the quiet for a moment. Receive what he has for you today. If you came in broken, maybe he wants to fix that. If you came in stressed out of your mind, maybe he wants to give you peace. So in this moment, let's just sit in the silence with the music playing in the background and just listen for his voice and talk to your father. Father, I just pray if anyone came in here with a burden on their shoulders, I pray it would be lifted. That they felt like there was a ton on their back when they came in. I just pray they would leave and just feel light as a feather. Their minds would be clear. Their hearts would feel better. Lord God, whatever they dealt with this week, they can leave. They can leave in the past week. They don't have to take it forward, Lord God, because your love and compassion reach to every generation. It's everlasting after everlasting. So, Father, today I just pray we would grab onto your goodness that we would walk in freedom and life and joy and peace and strength and comfort and energy to go forward. Lord God, I thank you for your presence, that it never leaves us lacking. You are everything we need. 
in every season, in every situation. You are worthy, Father. You are worthy of all the praise, honor, and glory forever and ever. We worship you, Father. We thank you, Father. As we transition into our second form of worship today, our time of tithes and offerings, as you make your way back to your seats and prepare your offerings, um, I, I want you to have a specific prayer in mind when you're preparing that. I want you to be expectant, not, not that we give in order to receive, but that the Lord always blesses more than we could ever imagine. Ms. Pat, will you please bring up the slide for giving? And as you get your offering ready, will you please stand with me this morning? If you're able, will you please stand with me as we prepare our tithes and offerings to give to the Lord today? All right, read with me. But this I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. So let each one give as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that you, always having all sufficiency in all things, may have an abundance for every good work. Second Corinthians chapter 9, verses 6 through 8, you may give. this time, Children's Church may be dismissed with Miss Marty in the back and Pastor Serena back there raising her hand. Children's Church is dismissed at this time. morning, everybody. For those of you who do not know me, my name is Josiah Hodge, and I'm the lead servant and lead pastor here at Crossroads, and it's an honor to have you guys with us this morning. Um, I'm super excited about announcing this once again to you guys about where our resurrection seat offering will be going. Awesome, my clicker is working this Sunday. Uh, we are giving towards our community center project and I'm really excited about this. You know, every year we do a resurrection seed offering and it always goes to a specific project. And this year, your council, myself, we had a kindred vision to really see this property be open to our community. 
um, opening our doors and letting them know. Miss Cindy actually had a really, really clever little play on uh, Seawalk. It's Crossroads welcoming our community. And I love that because that is what we want to be. We want to be a people that open our doors and let people know we are here to serve. And we talked about phase one is our playground our swings, benches, and our signage. And so that is phase one. This is just a picture of an example of what the playground would actually look like. And the goal for phase one is $30,000. I know that is a lot of money. It is. But the Lord always provides everything we need in every season. Um, his, his sufficiency never lacks for us, as we just read in that passage while giving. He gives us everything we need in every season. And then once we complete phase one, we are going through, moving on to phase two. We're getting walking tracks put in the back. Uh, phase three is a homework center. And that is what I'm most excited about, is getting needy kids in this community, in this church, to feel the love of Jesus. And so I'm really excited that all of that is kind of just moving towards phase three. Like all of this, the other stuff we're doing is to provide a space for the children to feel comfortable and welcomed here. And then phase four, we are looking to open a cafe in the church. So I'm really excited for what's coming, what the Lord is doing. And I hope you know, listen, I'm not even the only visionary for this church. There are plenty of people in this church who the Lord is giving them vision and the direction we're going. And I think it's beautiful when the body of Christ functions as the body of Christ. Because I don't ever want people to think, this is Josiah's church, this is not my church, this is our church. We're in this thing together, we're pushing forward together. You feel my pain, I feel yours, and we are in this together. And I'm so excited for the kindred vision that the Lord has given us. Um, one really cool thing that happened about two weeks ago is we have started a partnership with Airport High School. And so what Airport High School has is they have a food pantry in the actual school that they fill up for the kids who are needy in the high school to take home uh, food on the weekends. You know, those who may not have food provided. So we partnered with them this week and I delivered a whole bunch of food on Thursday, I believe. And I got a text from the social worker saying the kids were ecstatic about coming in and seeing a full pantry. So give yourself a round of applause because your giving provided that. And it made my heart smile to see that text message, to hear that those kids are excited just to have something special and something for them on the weekends. You guys provided that by your giving, so praise the Lord for that partnership. And um, yesterday, we went to Finley Park. Um, I was ecstatic to see so many of our church family there. I think there were 20 of us who went. Praise the Lord. That was awesome. It was amazing to see your heart to serve. Let's hear it. Um, that was the vision of Kevin McCurry and C.E. Chavis, so don't give me any credit. I was just there to serve. Uh, it does my heart well to see people getting excited to serve the community. Um, it's quite the experience. Uh, a lot of people, it was the first time, and I'm sure your eyes were open, so sometimes it can be really hard out there. But man, those people need Jesus. They genuinely do, and I want to partner with people to take Jesus to that community. Um, but we served hot dogs, chips, waters, and basically we just did practical Christianity. We didn't do anything hyper-spiritual. We weren't trying to lay hands on every single person that came. We gave them food. We filled their bellies. You know, we're praying that the Lord brings them back next time we're there so we can build a relationship. Um, but as you can tell, this is definitely a season of ministry. We are doing. We are going. We are serving. We are working. Um, it's been amazing because, what, this was about five weeks ago. I told you guys the Lord just started telling me to serve more, serve more, serve more. And it's been amazing to see you guys come alongside me. I'm not in this by myself. So thank you. Give yourself a round of applause again, because thank you guys. I'm going to give it for you too, that I'm not in this by myself. And you also are seeking the Lord and wanting to serve people better, wanting to serve more. And that is a, that is a true blessing. Um, so during worship, 
Man, anyone else feel kind of heavy? I just kind of felt a heaviness in this room. I know a lot of you are going through serious stuff. Um, Family members sick, people have passed away. It's been hard. It's been really hard, and sometimes that carries over. And I know it's hard to separate sometimes, and we shouldn't. We should bring our hurt before the Lord. He's the only one who can heal us. We should. We should bring our heaviness before God because he's the only one who can lift the burden when we yoke ourselves to him. Um, and so I love, I love and worship when it feels heavy sometimes because I know some of you are trying to get that off by bringing it before the Lord. Um, but the Lord this week in, in my prayer, because, um, you know, pastors mess up too. Uh, I, did not have, I did not have the best week of my life this week. Um, and the Lord made it very clear to me. He put it in my spirit. All he said to me was high alert. Guard your heart. Guard your heart in this season because when you serve, the enemy's not happy about that. Um, the enemy wants you to sit comfortable. The enemy would love for you to come every single Sunday morning. Y'all, sometimes he doesn't even try to get you out of the church. He loves for you just to sit in the church. Because when you stay seated instead of getting up to serve, you're not very impactful. And so I've been serving more and more, and Miss Melody knows, because y'all, Miss Melody is a pastor to pastor, so she has a little bit of idea of what I go through. Um, but I've been going through a really hard season of just constant attack. I mean, anytime I'm by myself, the enemy's just barraging. Boom, boom. It's like a constant siege. And I just want to read this passage. I'm sure every single person who grew up in church has heard this before. It's 1 Peter chapter 5, verses um, 8 through 11. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Now, it's very interesting he used the example of a lion because did you know when a lion goes out to hunt, they do not return unless they have something to bring back to the pack. So a lion will literally roam for days until it finds something it may devour. So what does that tell me about Josiah Hodge? When I don't guard my heart properly, the enemy sees that one moment I let my guard down and he will roam and roam and roam until he waits for that one moment for me to let my guard down. Verse 9. Resist him, steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced in your brotherhood in the world. Does it make anyone else feel good to know I'm not alone? (laughs) Does it make anyone else feel good to know that you're not the only one being attacked? You're not by yourself in this thing, man. This says the brotherhood around the world are experiencing the same sufferings that you are. So I want to tell you today, you're not by yourself. I need some of you to hear that today because you came here and you feel a heavy, heavy burden. You are not by yourself in this thing. Verse 10. But may the God of all grace who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. To him be the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. That's not even where we're going to be today. But I just wanted to share that with you because the thing about this is the church is going to new levels and we're doing more ministry. We're doing more. We're becoming more impactful. We're becoming more dynamic in our community. And I know this saying is cliche, but new levels, new devils, it is the truth. Would you make a splash in the water and the ripple effects reach out and reach out and reach out? The enemy is not happy with what you are doing. And so I want to encourage you and challenge you, be on high alert. Now, that does not mean we're paranoid looking for devils everywhere we go. That means we're constantly guarding our hearts. We're spending proper time with the Lord, whether that's in your car on the way to work or back from work. If you have a crazy home life, find those moments to be quiet with the Lord and find your rest in Him. But the thing is, we have to be on high alert as a ministry that when we serve, we do not allow bitterness to seep in. 
Because doing ministry with people can get messy. And I am not innocent. I am guilty myself. Sometimes I'm the messy person. Like I said, this past week was not the best week for me. It was a really hard one. But in that, at long time of the Lord, the Lord said, be on high alert. So we as a ministry, I want to encourage you and challenge you in your week, going throughout your week, when you're praying for these things, when you're clinging to these things, when you're serving Jesus, remember this passage. That at all moments, all the time, the devil is roaming. It says like a lion. <laughs> I love that. I heard Stephen Furtick once say, he's not a lion, he's a mouse who roars like a lion. And we have to understand, don't give the devil too much credit. But the moment we open the door, he will step in. So this week, guard your hearts, pursue him, be faithful in the small things this week. Amen. Be faithful in the small things this week. Will you stand and pray with me today?